Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Essential Questions for Educators podcast, or as I call it, EQ4E. My name is William Brooks. I am the host of this uh, podcast. And by the way, I have a blog. I have a blog that sometimes goes along with this podcast. It is essentialquestionsforeducators.com. So I hope you check that out. If you enjoy this or you just want to hear me get better over time, please give me a follow on Spotify. Today, I am going to tell you one of my favorite moments as an educator that influenced uh, me for the rest of my career, and it continues to influence me today. There were two powerful questions that a school I was at in 2006, uh, I, was, I was there, it was a high school, I was there from 2000, I started as a teacher there around 2002, and I think I was there until about 2012, but I digress. I want to tell you about two powerful survey questions that we asked our students there. And the first one, and it had to do with relationships, the first one was, do you have an adult in this school building you can go to with an academic problem? You see, we wanted to know if our student population, generally how they felt about coming to us. And so that you know, made sense to ask a type of question, but I'd never thought of asking a question like that. And I was in charge of the survey. I put the survey together. I sent it out to students. But there was a second question. The second question was, do you have an adult in the school building you can go to with a personal problem? And that, uh, you know, not where the rubber meets the road doesn't have anything to do with academics, but the personal problems is what we also wanted to focus in on as well, because we wanted to get to know our students and we wanted to get some type of feedback that we were, in fact, getting to know our students well, and, and they were getting to know us as well, and a level of trust was starting to develop. But we just didn't come up with those two questions out of the blue, out of nowhere. We had a compelling moment that happened to us as a faculty, and I had just recently left the classroom, and I had started to go into leadership. I was a smaller learning communities coordinator. Some of you may know that as an academy coordinator, but we went to houses, which was small groups, smaller groups of students in a large high school. But I started working with AAIS, the American Alliance for Innovative Systems, back in around 2004, 2005. Uh, we had received a grant, and I we were paired up with this company, and we were paired up with Robin. Talked about Robin in the past. She is a co-founder of AAIS, and it happens to be the company that I started working with back in 2010, and I am a full-time trainer and consultant with them now. When she started working with us, she being Robin, she asked the leadership team, a very pointed, she asked us a lot of pointed questions, but one that surprised us a little bit was, hey, so how well does your faculty know its students? And it was immediate. We were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's actually one of our strengths. We know our students so well. Uh, you know, we attend their functions, you know, athletics, plays, musicals, all those things. And so, you know, next question, Robin, next question. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Well, I've got a challenge for you because I bet you don't know your students quite as well as you think you do. If it's any indication of the work I've done across the country, why don't you try this activity? Now, this activity is described in, in my blog, Essential essentialquestionsforeducators.com. If you want a reference for it, it is number 13. I, I number my podcast episodes and I number my blog posts so I can reference them back and forth in case you want more information. And 
the story is pretty much this, or the activity is pretty much this. She said, all right, you got to find a time after your seniors have graduated where you still have your faculty because they graduate early, right? Yes, yes, they graduate a little bit early. And she asked if we had some type of luncheon for the faculty, and we, in fact, did as well. And she's like, okay, here is your challenge. I would like you guys to put every graduating senior's name at the top of a three by five card. Okay. And then she said, I want you to number each card one, two, and three with enough space to do a little bit of writing next to each one. And we were like, okay. And she goes, when the faculty come in, these cards should be just randomly stuck to the walls all over the place, you know, wherever you come in to have your end of the end of the year luncheon. And on the overhead, yes, it was back in those days, back on the overhead, I want displayed, number one, what is a hobby or interest of this graduated senior? Number two, what is he or she doing next year after they graduate? And number three, what is a hope or a dream of this graduated senior? And we were like, Oh, I see where we're going. Man, we're going to rock this. We're going to do so well at this activity. So uh, being in my new role, new role, I was in charge of creating the, the, the three by five note cards by putting one, two, and three, you know, doing the whole thing and setting it up. And our principal set up the activity. So you can imagine this. We went into the cafeteria and there were these note cards everywhere with pens and pencils everywhere next to the walls. We had them on tables, on desks, you know, the whole thing. And as people came in, the principal was like, hey, filter around, look at the names of, of these graduated seniors and look up at the overhead and try to fill in as much as you can. Uh, you know, let's celebrate our seniors. Let's talk about them. Let's reminisce, you know, all of that. So this faculty of about 90 to 100 was kind of a buzz. They were laughing. They were going around because I was, you know, just watching and observing how it was going. And after about 15 minutes, uh, the uh, principal had say, okay, everybody, come come sit down. And they held their end-of-the-year meeting, you know, retirement celebrations, you know, giving little gifts. But while they were doing that and while they were eating, actually, I and a couple of my partners in crime went around and grabbed all the note cards, grabbed all the pens and pencils, and I ran up to my office. And I tallied. And my jaw hit the floor. We had about 350, 360 graduated seniors. These seniors were gone. So they'd been with us. Most of them had been with us for four years. And there was a big, I mean, there was some funny stuff that was written, written in each. However, 120 of the cards were completely blank. Not a single item had been written on 120 cards. Again, number one, what is a hobby or interest of the senior, the graduated senior? Number two, what is he or she doing next year? And number three, what is a hope or a dream of this graduated senior? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So I took the, took the data, ran back upstairs. Uh, they were still eating lunch, and I, I slipped the data, and that was really the only data point to the principal and I remember her looking at me and uh, if you if you know me if you know what uh, event I'm talking about Crystal looked at me and she just her eyes were just huge and 
we didn't really say anything other than this whole mental telepathy thing of, oh my gosh, Robin is right. We know our kids who are high flyers. We know our athletes. We know our students who receive special services. We know our turkeys, our ornery kids. We, you know, but there is this mass in the middle that we couldn't write anything about. Now, to be fair, we didn't call attention to the room and say, hey, 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 there's 120 cards with nothing on it. Come on, guys, get back up and do this again. Nah, the point was already made. And yeah, there's some degrees of error in there, but we gave him 15 minutes or so to, to circulate around. What in the world did we do? Well, we had an advisory system, so we tweaked the advisory system. We challenged our faculty, hey, you know, and we obviously presented that data to them that day. And we challenged them to get to know your kids, not just through advisory, through this new tweaked advisory system, but in your classes. What are you doing? We studied building relationships with students. We uh, found different perspectives from different authors out there, different thinkers on the subject. And, and we kept sharing and we kept sharing. And one of the things we did, we wanted to track over time how we were doing. And that came back to those two questions. Do you have an adult in this building that you can go to with an academic issue? And then separate from it, do you have an adult in this building you can go to with a personal issue? Now, the hardest part about this whole activity that, uh, you know, spurred all this action, advisory committee, you know, just, you know, the building leadership team, everyone kind of took up this issue. But the toughest part was we knew we wanted to do this stinking activity again. We wanted to see how we did, not just the surveys with the two questions and the activities and all, all the things we did. We had to wait for, well, we made ourselves wait. We had to wait for an entire population to move through our school because we wanted the freshmen the you know, that were coming up in the next year to be the seniors that we had worked with. So the graduating seniors were gone, the juniors, the sophomores, the freshmen. Now, we waited until that incoming freshman group. And, and by the way, we didn't tell anybody we were going to do it. Crystal, the principal, knew it. I knew it. Uh, maybe her admin team knew it. Uh, the teacher leaders I worked with probably knew it, but we just kind of didn't talk about it for a while. But I'll tell you what, when that fourth year came around, um, faculty came into the room again, and there they were, cards all over the place. Now, we had some new faculty members that were like, oh, you know, what's this? But the faculty members that had been with us, most of them, were like, oh, yeah, oh, we're doing this again. That's cool. And so they circulated around the room. They filled out. They laughed. It, it was very similar to the last time. And when Crystal brought everyone together to celebrate retirees, so on and so forth. Myself, some of my helpers grabbed the cards, and I went back to my office again. And here were the results. 75% of the cards had all three spaces filled in. And again, remember, these were just, I mean, this is not too terribly deep. It's what's a hobby or interest? What are they doing next year? And what's a hope or a dream? Hope or a dream, maybe kind of that next level stuff, but, uh, you know, as far as relationships are concerned. But 75% had all three spaces filled. 84% had at least two spaces filled. And 100% had at least one space filled. Amazing. I, I, I write in my blog I, something to the effect of, I hope you have a moment like this in education because it was, it was celebration because we 
didn't know how it was going to end up. I mean, we had done so many things. We were hoping for the best. We, we had no idea it would be 100% and we would get the data uh, like that. And it was an amazing, amazing celebration. By the way, those two questions, do you have an adult in the building that you can go to with either an academic or a personal issue? Those questions have served me well. That, gosh, that was in 2006, I think, that we, 7, 2008, somewhere in there, that we started asking those questions. I used that in every position I had moving forward. In fact, I even used it as a consultant in a school last year. I was preparing to model a uh, lesson in a class, which that's one thing that my company does that I think sets us apart. We go into any subject area class and we will model instruction. Now we've worked with the teacher a little bit ahead of time. So we know the topic or a parallel topic that would support what they're doing. But we go into and we, we've never met the kids. We've never, you know, like it's the first time the kids are meeting us. We walk in and we do a, I, I say air quote, model lesson. It's not perfect. There's some things that go wrong with obviously technology and, and things like that. But um, I was waiting to do that. And this kid was crying out in the hallway. And as a retired teacher administrator type, yeah, I just couldn't let it go. So I, I got up, I walked over and I was like, hey, you know what's going on? And I got a story. <laughs> I listened, listened to the story. If you go back a couple uh, podcasts, you know, uh, you know the, the act of helping is not always helpful, I think is one of the things I talked about not too long ago. And I wanted to give uh, the student a moment to tell her story. And, and so she went into it. The details aren't important. And I just listened and I nodded. And, and at the end, when she looked at me, I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a visitor in the school, but let me ask you a question. Do you have an adult in this building? And it doesn't have to be the teacher that you're tardy for right now, but do you have any adult in this building that you can go to with a personal issue? And she thought for a moment and she goes, yeah, yeah, Mr. So-and-so, uh, he's a dean in our school. And I was like, you want to go see him? And she's like, yeah. So I took her down there and she got the help she needed. I followed up with the dean the next day, apologized for dropping a kid off on his, on his doorstep. But, but he was like, no, 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 no. That was great. That was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. So those questions are legit. They're, they're pretty good. If you want to consider inserting those into uh, faculty, I'm not faculty, student surveys in the future. That is definitely one of those two questions over time. We watched those numbers improve as well. I don't have them in front of me and I don't know if I still have how, how the, so those two questions, I don't have data on how those changed over time, but I have a vague recollection sense that those were improving. So we were hopeful for our note card activity at the end of the day. So I guess I, I didn't really present an, an essential question to start out this whole uh, podcast with. So I will just give you the title of my blog number 13. How well do we know all of our students? Okay, guys, kind of a short one today, but I think very powerful. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe to EQ4E in Spotify. Uh, follow my blog. I appreciate any support. All right. Have a great day.